Hello, and welcome to the Philosophical Angle Podcast with your host, author Chris Angle. Hi, this is the Philosophical Angle Program, and I am your host, Chris Angle. I'm the author of four books on philosophy, one of which is The Philosophical Equations of Economics. These books are available free for viewing online at thephilosophicalangle.com. If you'd like to contact us to make comment, inquire, make suggestions, feel free to give us an email at contact at thephilosophicalangle.com. The purpose of the Philosophical Angle program is to examine the nature of concepts being used in current media. And this week, I'd like to discuss the nature of peace. A lot of talk of it uh, and the, its opposite, war, have been in the news quite a bit. So, uh, let's center on its opposite of war. Let's uh, talk about the nature of peace. And it would seem to me at least that if we understood the nature of peace, it will help us, it will give us or, or confirm our concept of the nature of war and violence, which we have previously uh, been discussing. So what is the nature of peace? Let's start by defining it as follows. Peace is freedom plus the cooperative behavior in society. So the obvious question now is, what are freedom and cooperative behavior? So let's define those, those, those terms. Cooperative behavior is the sacrifices that individuals make in order to achieve a reward for each participant and each participant has the additional knowledge that each participant will have a greater efficient goodness together than if alone. What I just said is that when individual members of a society band together as a cooperative to produce something such as a, a good or a service, they do so in realizing that the cooperative good uh, the cooperative group becomes more efficient than if the individual participants were to struggle to make the same product individually, alone. So, in essence, when the participants realize that as a group they can produce more goodness than they could individually, and that this extra goodness accrues to themselves individually, the individuals decide to cooperate together because there is an incentive to do so, which is that extra goodness. So, peace equals cooperative behavior, which is the knowledge that working together with other people will result in the greater ability to produce goods and services, which are good, and which allow us to live better plus the freedom to make this decision. Cooperative behavior is the sacrifice of two or more persons to obtain a reward. And they sacrifice their, their knowledge, their time, their effort, 
amidst an, an environment of risk to obtain a reward. Both of these people together, cumulatively, will be sacrificing their time, their effort, their knowledge in an atmosphere of risk to produce either goods or services. So cooperative behavior is two or more entities adding together their time, their effort, their knowledge, and in an atmosphere of risk to, a, to attain a reward. And we make the sacrifices together to get the common reward because the participants perceive that the reward has goodness. Now to this process, by, which by the, by the way is the, the nature of freedom, we add the, the dictum of the first law of economics, which is that all of life has an unlimited desire for goodness. First, in the consciousness of our minds, knowledge of making a sacrifice to achieve a reward comes together with the priority of collaborating with others to make a sacrifice in order to achieve a reward. Then secondly, when we actually proceed with that time, the effort, and the knowledge and the atmosphere of risk, we have the essence of freedom. So simply, what I just... What I just said is that freedom is the ability to create in our consciousness our priorities and then effectuate them. Next, if the cooperative behavior of our group, which we will call, say, Company A, runs up against another cooperative group, which we can call, say, Company B, and if these two companies have the same priorities, they then will be in the same marketplace. And if they are in the same marketplace with converging priorities, peace starts to diminish between the two groups as there is no cooperative behavior. And this is called competition. An example of two co converging priorities are two companies that make automobiles. They converge upon the automobile market. So, in reaction to this, the life entities will start to formulate priorities that diverge away from these competing priorities. Life knows that direct competition is inimical to its health, so it differentiates automatically and diverges away from the priorities of others. And from this comes the, the diverse complications compilation of products that array any marketplace. And so peace is, firstly, the dictum of the unlimited demand for the good, and secondly, it is composed of freedom and cooperative behavior, which is the knowledge that working together with others will produce greater efficiency in acquiring goodness. And if the situation is a competitive one, then we have to add the ingredient of differentiation, which is the second half of competition. Thusly, competition is the convergence and the divergence of priorities. So, stay in tune to the philosophical angle to understand how we're going to integrate this concept with the others that we've discussed. Thanks for watching. 
Thank you for joining us on the Philosophical Angle Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and join us for the next installment.